Hello, hello, beautiful people. This is Taylor Womack, um, and you are listening to Don't We All? And I have with me today... <laughs> Hi, <laughs> my name's Raquel. <laughs> this is Raquel. This is one of my fantastic friends. And I um, just wanted to bring her on, talk about a few things, and I wanted to um, talk about what this podcast is about. So I really want my hardest to bring people on who have passions for different things or things that I've seen in their lives that we can talk about in the Christian culture or in our culture today and either debunk some things that is honestly more religion than it is uh, freedom and um, or go deeper into it of why we do it. So, Raquel, how are you today? I'm doing fabulous. I'm happy to be here. Yeah? How do you feel about being on a podcast? Honestly, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's my first time doing a podcast. Oh my gosh, I wish I had one of those, like, clapping yes. lights. <laughs> Only if. <laughs> but yeah, so this is your first podcast. It is. Now, have you ever imagined being on a podcast? I've thought about it many times if it was, like, not along the lines of, like, biblical, but more, like, fictional stuff. Ooh. Because I like to listen to, like, cool, like, fictional podcasts. What is your favorite fictional podcast? There's one called The White Vault. It's, like, a thriller horror kind of one. Oh, Lord have mercy. (laughs) But, like, there's a really great voice actor in there that, like, I just, I enjoy listening to. And it's just Mm -hmm. his voice is very crispy. And I really, I love some crispy voices. Right. It's important. I felt that way. That's why I changed my Siri voice to a uh, (laughs) British man's voice rather than a a female (laughs) English voice. Oh, yeah. Which English and and British aren't (laughs) these. We can be posh or not posh. Exactly, exactly, darling. Um, so yeah, so I love that. I love that you are very much into fiction, that you are very much into storytelling, which you are a really great storyteller. Thank you. So with that, can you tell the audience more about who you are? Mm-hmm. Tell them your testimony, because we will be diving into some Christian thought, you know, beliefs, thought processes, all that, and um, I want them to know why you are a good source for this topic today. Ooh. Which you don't know yet. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, we can always start off by saying words are very important to me. Yes. Especially with uh, learning what I'm called to do and just walking in that. And so, what do you believe you are called to do? Well, I know part of it is being a teacher mm-hmm. in the aspects of teaching specific things I've not really pinpointed yet but it can be it can be I guess whatever that conversation calls upon yeah especially where that person's at in their faith or they have like biblical questions or like a spiritual question or prayer stuff like that and you went to school for biblical theology correct it was uh, we called it um just biblical studies biblical studies and uh it was two two years it was in Texas uh it was uh KCBC 2020, let's go. Woo! So that was a lot of fun. It was some of the most stretching, bringing out comfort zone yeah. moments of my life, especially with no parents there. Yeah. And just me and my uncle, which that's a really cool story of how he became my roommate. Oh, wow. I um, don't know this about you. When I was 11, I used to tell him we'd be roommates in college. That's so great. Now, are y'all close in age or anything? We are not. So he is 
technically my mom's half brother, but we don't ever yeah. mention that. That's right. my uncle. He knew one day that he had to live with us when my middle sister was born. So he lived with us, moved with us, and um, he is a wonderful man. He is, out of most people that I meet, he yields to the Holy Ghost like I've never seen before. I love that. And uh, he's just a wonderful human being through yeah. and through. He's in his 70s. so mm-hmm. he grew, That was actually the first thing he ever graduated was Bible college. Oh, that's awesome. Never finished school, but he always had a heart and like a desire to go to school. Yeah. And it turned out to be... Uh, the ministry my mom's been a part of since she was 18 years old. Wow. Who she got saved through, who her spiritual parents are. Yeah. And that's how I came about to it. And Yeah, and so you grew up in the church. I correct? did. Mm-hmm. So you grew, up, you grew up in the church, and what was your relationship like with the Lord um, younger age? Younger age? So it was more of like we kind of... I went to church to go be with people, like make mm-hmm. friends. That was kind of my mindset. And I was yeah. like... Or when my parents would sit and we called it big church or like adult church. Yes. I still hear that phrase today. <laughs> it was more of like, I don't understand this. I don't get this. Yeah. Uh, I genuinely had no interest in the beginning. Like, I was like, I want to go home and go to bed and go to eat, right. eat some food. But then... <laughs> I want some food, food. Lord. The Lord, provide the feed. Feed. Continue. Oh, but little did I know, in the midst of all that, seeds were being planted. Yeah. I truly believe this. Seeds were being planted in the midst of that. For one day, I didn't want to be in the child's class anymore. Mm-hmm. I wanted to sit with the adults and learn. Interesting. And I, was it like a switch that flipped? It was. Like, the desire to know more of who he, who he was, it was like a drawing. Like, like I, there's no pressure from God. Yeah. But I do believe, like, it's that persuasive of, like, it looked attractive. Like, he looked attractive to me in the sense of, like, I want to know who you are. Like, how yeah. we, like, attractive in the sense of, way, like, I want to get to know you. Right. Like, how exactly. we met. It's like, like friendships. Like, a friendship. Like, you, you see someone across the room and you're like, I don't know what it is about them, but I want to know them. That's exactly. <laughs> and you're like, hey. <laughs> right. Be like, you could do, and you could do that with romantic partners and with friendships, just letting y'all know. Hey, it works both ways. It really does, but I definitely have uh, seen some guys across the room be like, there's something about you. It also might be just trauma attracting trauma. <laughs> I mean, you have to like really break it down. You're like, is this, is is this, this actually, is this you, Lord, or is this me? Apparently it has been me the entire time. Um, then you feel embarrassed, honestly. You're like, why did I think that? Why did I go there? I mean, I do sometimes. I'm like, oh, no, that was not oh, yeah. it. That was not it. I'm trying to think. Sorry, she saw my face, like, thinking of, like, do I feel embarrassed? No! <laughs> I'm sure I have, though, in the past. Like, I think because I am so big on, like, embracing emotions and, like, actually, like, digging into emotions, which I'll get into that at some point in my podcast, Either today or another time. Because if you know me, you know I can't go that long without talking about them. Um, But because I have that, it's like my emotions don't, like, embarrass me. I'm like, if I like you, there's a reason. There's there's a reason why why I see you and you don't see me. See me! (laughs) That's always my prayer. I'm like, God, let them see me. Let them see me, Lord. Um, no, but so so going back to you, yeah. going back to your relationship with the Lord and how, okay, so how did you go from drinking the milk to eating the meat, as we say <laughs> in the Christian culture? 
I gotta give a shout out to my parents, especially my mother. Mm-hmm. When, before we were born, my mother has told me this many times. She said, um, God told her, he said, I want you to teach your children what I've taught you. Yeah. And grow them up in it. Yeah. And it was planted in us at a very young age, probably before we were even in the womb, praying ahead of time. Yeah. And yeah, like I just one day wanted to grow up. It's so, it was like, I've never felt that way. (laughs) That's where you have to learn to be childlike. (laughs) I'm a child of the Lord. I am not an adult of the Lord. Thank you. You know, it's funny. You never see God in the Bible (laughs) call you his, my grown, my, my my grown adult. (laughs) Y'all. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, language is fun. Uh, whenever I realize, so I am very unfiltered, um, which whenever you're praying, uh, earlier, right before this, I was cracking up because you said something about like holy unfiltered, like being holy and unfiltered, uh-huh. which I love. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, should I change the podcast name to unfiltered holiness? That's kind of actually kind of <laughs> I love it. Maybe I'll just get it tattooed on me, you know, just... Hey. I have no tattoos, but let's just go on a whim here. <laughs> Join the club. Let's not. I know. How many tattoos do you have? I have eight. Eight tattoos. Okay, what's your favorite tattoo? My favorite tattoo? Oh, goodness. I'm really a fan of... I have an octopus on my leg. Okay, I need to know a little bit more about that. Okay. Ooh, huh. <laughs> well, Raquel... <laughs> has... Okay. So we were... You know how I told you I like fictional stuff? Well, I did... I did go to a place where I really liked fantasy for a little too long. Oh, wow. Scandalous. <laughs> fantasy is not bad, people. No. No, no, no. For me, though, it took me to a place where I was trying to find the power in it when God's the true source of my power. Wow. Preach. But Raquel is a movie person. I could literally go to the movies with you. I will talk to you. So, like, if I ever want to date with somebody and we go to the movies, I'm going to have to warn Oh, him. my gosh. You're going to have to warn me. I'm glad that you warned me if we ever go to the movies together. Oh, I love going to the movies. We need to go to the movies. I don't know anymore because you talked during the movie. I, I know how to control my mouth, sort of. <laughs> you know what happens? Control is the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> That area needs to be worked on because if I go to the movies, I, like, don't take me to a superhero movie because I will break it oh, down. Yeah, because you're like, a huge Marvel fan. Marvel fan, comic book. Like, I like just, like, I've never gotten, like, deep as some people are, like, yeah. genuinely, like, they know detail by detail and kind of know just, yes. like, the surface of it. But I am a huge fan of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so going back to fantasy and your right. tattoo. Well, I had a tattoo of a character from a Japanese film. Was it the... Um, Soot Sprite. <clears throat> oh, just kidding. Continue. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. <laughs> well, I looked up what it meant, and I realized I don't like what this means. Which, can I ask what it means? Yeah, so it basically, they come before someone dies, kind of representing death, oh, in a way. Wow, you had that tattooed on your body. Because I liked the movies for a long time, yeah. but the desire to watch those kind of left, and yeah. then I, and it was also a matching tattoo with somebody I am no longer friends with. Yes. And I have two tattoos actually, but Shout this one, hey, <laughs> praying for you, I love you. <laughs> but I decided to get twice the size of a tattoo cover up. Yeah. And shout out um, to AJ, my tattoo artist. 
about to say, I only know one AJ, and shout out, shout out to AJ. Shout out to AJ. We were in youth group together, actually, way back in the day. Which really? Is hilarious. That is really funny. Yes, that's I love each that. other. Yeah, so why did you choose an octopus out of all things? Uh, it comes from, like, a part of me of, I was born and raised in Florida half of my life before I lived in Tennessee, yep. so I grew up in the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most people are like, did your house in the ocean? That's where I go in my mind. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. I got, like, I go to, I drive, I drove. Are you sure, though? That would be pretty fantastic. Why not? Like, I would be a mermaid if I had the choice. God, if you gave me the choice to be a mermaid, I'd choose it. I'd choose it. Live in an underwater kingdom? I know. Have a give me, bubble car? Give <laughs> Bubble car? I feel like that's what the fins are for. My tail. Um, also, I was laughing so hard at this. There was a TikTok <laughs> that I saw on Instagram. Because I don't have TikTok, but I do watch TikTok compilations on YouTube. Yeah. Or I see them on Instagram, of course. <laughs> um, but do you know where I'm going with this? No, I don't, but I'm just laughing. <laughs> so, I just yes. So, uh, Ariel, the movie. Yes. Right? So, there is this, <laughs> this TikTok that it was like this girl my age she was watching it and then all of a sudden her father uh what's his name king uh, oh my gosh that's oh, my favorite know. disney movie and i really don't know the name yeah of i don't know either but um yeah so anyways he comes onto the screen and all of a sudden like it goes back to her and she's like oh <gasps> like <laughs> like so fascinated by this man she's like look at his body look at his <laughs> A hunk of a man. Hunk of a man. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> We've come a long way, haven't we? <laughs> From wanting to be Ariel to wanting to be with her dad. King Trident. King Trident. He literally was the name of his... Oh my gosh. Of course he was. <laughs> yeah, so that that is the what I think of now every time yes. I think of Ariel. I'm like, her dad, man. Her dad. I know. Oh my gosh, they, they I don't get it sometimes when they do cartoons or mm-hmm. like animations. They make always a pretty character. I was watching YouTube. Well, yeah, I mean, you that. don't necessarily want to watch an ugly character. <laughs> you ain't wrong. I mean, you ain't wrong. If 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 all the shows that I watched had just like average looking people on them, probably wouldn't watch it as as intently. It's it's a thing, Hollywood man. It's crazy. Ooh, all the all the pretty people. All the pretty people. What, what about you? that new Barbie movie that's coming out? I'm very intrigued. Same, because I've never like I had Barbies growing up, but I didn't have like Barbie. Barbie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie is starting in it, so I think that'll be great. Yes, I am definitely a movie person. I love movies. Um. So, what I wanted to talk about today, and audience, you might have uh, heard some of these. But we are talking about Christianese or like the Christian language that if you use in front of a non-believer, they're gonna they're they're not gonna know anything you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, what the heck? <laughs> I really have to watch my language, you guys. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, but I wanted to talk about that. And the reason why I brought Raquel on here is because she does it a lot. <laughs> But I know that it comes from a genuine place, and that's what I wanted to talk about her. Talk to her about, wow. Mm-hmm. Talk to her with? Talk. No, you said it right. Talk to her about with, and you stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, that's what I needed. I was like, here we go. Here we go. 
Um, so yeah, so so and we talked about this a, a couple of times yeah. um, because I am very very passionate about how much I dislike it. <laughs> I hate it so much. And even, and I told you yesterday, I was like, even some things that you said rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but I also know your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, uh, the reason why I'm so passionate about not liking it is because I have seen it used in such a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, have you also experienced this? Like people using it in a way that is fake feeling like do you feel that like what's going on why are you saying this to me kind of way yeah like it sometimes it was out of place Mm -hmm. uh it didn't need to be said in that moment you could just tell it kind of shifted the atmosphere it was like i truly believe when you say those things really hear the lord tell you to say them yeah or don't water it down to fit i don't want to say low thinking but it can can go down that way of like it's meaningless when it actually is way more meaning than most people can recognize or like yeah. and I I've I have moments where I've said it and I'm like mm. yeah. it's that eerie feeling of like oh no what did I just say yes. and how can I fix this that I just yeah. said because did I really mean that right. no I didn't mean that and that's like that's what I um I wrote about this I did a, a um, Instagram post about her Instagram story about it of like the reason because for the longest time it like rubbed me the wrong way when people would say things and I I was kind of beating up on myself of like, why don't I like this? Because this is like my culture. Like I grew up in the church as well. Mm -hmm. And I've heard these things over and over and they're good things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like, bless your heart. Well, thank you. I love my heart being blessed. Or um, even things like, I'll pray for you. Mm -hmm. But you know, like, you know, they they ain't gonna pray for you. (laughs) Like, don't say you're gonna pray for me, sister. If you ain't gonna pray for me. (laughs) Like, and or things what's another phrase like um well like, i can also say like i have a shirt on right now that says jesus is lord jesus is lord and it's like is he really lord right of your life yeah is he genuinely yes. like the lord of your life yes you and know, that's like, like or god is good god is good or like whenever um people talk about it and talk to you about like laws or something and they're like well what what is it that you were talking about yesterday of like um uh, heaven gained an angel today or whatever. That is so... Y'all, please don't say that. Please don't say that. <laughs> One, we do not turn into angels when we go to heaven. Okay? Not biblical. <laughs> no, we do not. Also, if you don't know how to handle grief, don't say anything. Very true. Because a lot of times when people are dealing with grief, they don't need an anecdote nope. of God is good. They... They're walking through that right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so there's that. And then there's also, uh, I should have wrote these down. I said it several times that I would because I, I lose my train of thought whenever I'm talking. But um, some other phrases that I try to think of. It's like trust in the Lord. Wait on him. Wait on him. Because um, there's such depth to these sayings. But people are saying it to not have conversation, to not almost have like com- like comfort, like you're gonna come connection. Up. Yeah, like you're not wanting to delve to a place where like because people, I was telling Taylor earlier, people um, can be very open. Yeah, very open, very transparent. You don't even know that. Yeah, and 
like to tell someone like oh so oh god loves you yes and they might have had a twisted version of what love looks love like love looked like or you're saying i love this i love that or like because yeah. i've done your times where i'm like i love that but i'm like do i genuinely love that like right. i don't look at a chair even if it's the most beautiful chair and it's i really want that chair i'm i don't love that chair because that chair doesn't look me back i do love that chair <laughs> I'm like, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you sitting in that chair. That chair looks beautiful on, on you. <laughs> on your bottom. You wear that chair nicely. <laughs> we should get a shirt like that. Yes. That would be great. Um, yeah, like things like that where people, like if you've experienced this, I feel like we all have to some extent. Yes. Where somebody comes up to you and they'll um, give you an encouraging word or something. Right. And somehow it feels empty or it feels wrong and you don't understand why um and that's really hard as a christian because you're wanting to cheer on those sayings you're wanting to cheer on Mm -hmm. the truth because it is the truth um but what i've noticed is people that are saying those that you feel that from Mm -hmm. you can look into their eyes and you they don't believe it Mm -hmm. they don't know what they're actually saying or what that actually means and that is because there is true power in that statement. For sure. That's like, when I tell people God is good, it's because I've walked it out and I've seen it. Yes. And there's a huge difference. It would, like you were talking about before, I'm talking about like healing. Like there's def- different levels of what you believe healing for. Yeah. And every person, like, I believe that you can get healing, you can have your leg grow out. However, I haven't seen that. So my faith is a little shaky in that. So if I'm like, God will heal you. I haven't experienced that. So I do have those places where I have fear. Not saying that fear overrides truth. Like God is is much bigger than all of that stuff. But what I'm saying is I am hoping that God can do this rather than saying I know he will. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just so fascinating because I've had a few times even recently where people say things to me and I'm like, do you even believe that? Mm-hmm. Are you, and, and that realization of like, oh, you actually don't want to go with me. Like go, you don't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You just want to show me that what it feels like is people showing me that they're a good Christian, that they mm-hmm. know the things to say. And, and the reason why I say that is because I was there. Mm-hmm. I've done it. I've been there. I have said those things because it's not that I don't believe it. It's just that I didn't, I didn't know the truth and the power that it has. Whereas now it's like certain things that I say, I don't say them because I'm just like putting my, my hand out arm's length and being like, I will come to you this far. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It's almost like. I truly believe this for me. I'm like, if I don't have genuinely anything to say, I'm not going to say it. Yes. And I still have moments where I say things. I'm like, oh my gosh, I still do it today. Yeah. <laughs> Who's kidding? I, yeah, me too. And I'm, I genuinely have, I've talked to myself and talked to the Holy Spirit. And it's like, I don't like, it's almost like when you tell somebody, hey, I'm going to do this for you. And then you don't do it. And yeah. And it's like, I realized, I was like, I didn't want to do that toward my father, my yeah. heavenly father. I didn't want to say one thing and do another. Right. I didn't want to be, like, for me, I would call, like, personally, wishy-washy for me. Yeah. That makes me feel wishy-washy. I'm like, yeah. I didn't keep my word towards you. Yeah. Or, like, I, I said something that I know nothing about. And I believe that's when um, 
that's when I'm like, I need to take the time to really know yeah. the meaning of what I'm saying. Yeah. Because there's a weight to things. Yeah. There's a power in things. And words genuinely are power. So when they go yeah. out, they're either going to go produce good or they're not going to yeah. produce good. Do you have any stories of um, a phrase or something that you had that revelation of like, actually, I don't know if I fully believe this and you mm-hmm. went into it. Do you have any of those that you can think of right now? Oh, goodness. Um... I can talk about mine while you think about yours. Yeah, I would say it's just in different situations when people, like, say I've not walked through a certain situation someone else has. Yeah. Like, losing a parent. I've had a couple people in my life who have, who have lost a parent. Who, yeah. Who um, um, had to walk through that grief. And I've had moments where I'm like, I don't need to say anything at all. Yeah. There is, I'm not, and I, I realized I was trying to formulate an answer. Like, yeah. I could even do it on this podcast I can, to try I to formulate an answer. Definitely. Yeah, I'm the same way. And I realized, I was like, I'd rather just be there yeah then try to formulate an answer that will not help you at all right it could genuinely make that person mad yeah or i like hearing sometimes whenever you, maybe you went through something that's really traumatic and someone says well you got to forgive yeah but you have to show me sometimes you have to walk through that that place of what you went through to get to that place of forgiveness right sometimes it's quick to forgive and then sometimes it's like god i need i need help in this area for you to lead me because that was very it's like different things like that that's what kind of comes to my memory i think for me the best way to be intentional with your words is always asking yourself questions Mm -hmm. and always asking why why am i saying this right now yeah what is the meaning behind this um i know for me we were talking about it of like people using scripture out of context Mm -hmm. is really um entertaining (laughs) <laughs> right, which I'm going into this this next uh, fall. I'm so excited. You're gonna love it. It's very good, yeah. very informational to understand how to study the word. Yes, like the the way the it way was intended, that it was intended to be. <laughs> yeah, the way that we're supposed to read it and hear it mm-hmm. is through the um, context of the culture <laughs> back then. Wow, we knew? have to remember it was a different time. <laughs> it was such a different time, different place. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of those is. Um, when I was walking through a really a season of being sad of being single mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> I went to some mentors and I was telling them about this and um, they were saying how uh, you know God gives you the desires of your heart he's going to fulfill those okay I had to break this down a little bit <laughs> I was like and I heard them, and I love their hearts, and they are actually very wise, um, and they know what they're talking about. Uh, so this isn't like dissing what they said. This is just me questioning, rather than just going off of what people that I respect say. I want to. I want to always go to the Lord first, which is what I want everybody to do that hears this. Of like, if you feel like you say things a lot, but you mean it, and you actually care, then don't you know don't go into a deep pit of like oh my gosh do i <laughs> do i not do, do like I, yeah like, don't go to a place of everything always this is not that's yeah. not the goal of no <laughs> we just want we just i i genuinely care about intentionality mm-hmm. and intentionality with words intentionality of meanings and intentionality of like whenever you use um words from the lord or words from the bible mm-hmm. um you're always going to bring God into that situation. For sure. Um, and I, I'll go back to my story here in a second, but it's like um, 
I've talked to several people about this, but whenever people would like start dating and then they talk to the person, they're like, I feel like the Lord said no, or like, I feel like the Lord, or people are like, I feel like the Lord wants me to marry you. I feel like you're like, oh gosh, and I'm like, so many things. Going about the college, you're like, please do not go up to anybody here and tell them that that is like, oh, you're my wife. Like it's just, it's, it's because, like, no, <laughs> it's because so many people have done it. And I'm like, leave God out of your issues. Leave God out of your mouth whenever it's actually not God. <laughs> like, because I've had that revelation before of like, oh no, like I said, God said this, and did He genuinely say this? Right, did. He did it. And that's what's crazy is like, and and there is grace for learning because we're all learning the Lord's voice. Yeah. But like, whenever you're unsure about something. Observe encourage it. You. We encourage you. <laughs> Observe it. Like, think about why it is like that. Um, we're doing the same thing. Yes, we we're taking, are. Like, we're finally going to a place where, like, let's really think about, like, think before you speak. Because That's you're, 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 the way that we live our lives as Christians is we are um, representatives of God. We are. So anytime that we speak, especially whenever we add that God, you know, we feel like God's saying this, you're painting God into a picture. Mm-hmm. If you are not careful, you can paint God as a really ugly picture. With and it's not it's not always intentional. Like we there is grace and there is learning, but we also need to be humble and being teachable in that. For sure. And practical. and also go back and fix what you've messed up. Mm-hmm. You can erase things with your apologies. Like mm-hmm. If you say something and you realize later on, oh, I said this was like a prophetic word or a word from God, and then you realize later on you have like that, I don't, for me, I get like these gut feelings that it's like very subtle, but I feel so uncomfortable. Yes. And I'm like, I don't think that was you, God. And usually whenever I talk to him about it afterwards, he can, he'll, he'll show me like, you shouldn't have said this or, um, you know, or I have that feeling of I shouldn't have, because a lot of times, especially with prophetic words, um, we like to interpret them for people, and sometimes mm-hmm. the Lord doesn't want us to interpret it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can just be left, and sometimes we get really excited and we're like, "Oh, I have this weird picture. Here's what it means." But it's like actually that weird picture is all they needed mm-hmm. to understand what the Lord is saying to them. That's a whole other topic, but um, my thing is. There's always a chance. There's always an opportunity for you to um, take ownership right. for the words that you've used in God's name, um, even actions that you do. There's always room for growth. There's always room for repentance. There's always room for um, reconciliation. And what's the other word that I'm looking for right now? Deliverance kind of thing? Deliverance, no. It's... Um, Oh, well, I might think about it later. Might not. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, I still want to say it so bad. Like, it's, you know what? It's right there on the tip of your tongue. It'll come back to you. Yeah. It'll come back to you. Yeah. But, like, I think it's so important to know the power of the words that you're saying when oh. you're representing God. And um, especially whenever you're using the, the Bible, know the context of what you're saying. There are lots of scriptures that we culturally use yeah. that are completely opposite. I hate to break it to you guys, but Jeremiah 29 11, I just, 
I learned that in school and it changed my perspective and it made me realize how important it is to know the context of the Bible and to know the meaning of the scriptures that we take out of the Bible and we say, oh, this is my life verse. Mm -hmm. Are you sure you want that to be your life verse? Mm -hmm. Because, wow, I was about to say Proverbs. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not, yeah. Anyways, that was said to, I forgot the person. Mm -hmm. Do you know the person? Jeremiah? <laughs> Are you talking about the person who wrote the book? Yes. I'm talking jail? about the person that was in jail. That was it Moses, was it? Who was it? It was probably Jeremiah. Probably. Because it's the book of Jeremiah. That's what I would hope, but I'm always so nervous to be very confident because I'm still learning the, the word. I'm. Oh, same. Like, we got yeah. the to really, like, start reading together. Like, I'm going to interrupt you real quick because, yeah. like, when I was at school, when uh, my pastor's... And my teachers would always be like, I, I had one specific teacher. I love him. Mm-hmm. Like what I what I have learned is really from the revelations he's gotten from the father, and he always had three scriptures to back it up of what he was saying, and that gave me such inspiration. That's so go. good. He always had three scriptures, and he but he really took his time. Like, and it was some deep subjects, but he always brought like what we would call debating questions. Oh, I love and I'd watch my classmates get up and try to push, like, scripture at it or say scripture. And I realized, I was like, it is important that we do know the word. Right. I've had moments, though, where I felt like it was a chore to me. And I was like, I'd yeah. rather sit here and talk to you, Father, one-on-one. And then go oh, to a place yes. where I'm like, I'm, I really want to, like, learn and study from you. And I kind of almost see it as, like, a spiritual farmer. I'm a spiritual farmer. What am I planting in my garden when I say it? What am I planting in other people when I say it? That's so sweet. That's can you imagine so, like, you Yes, like I really can. But here's this perspective that I got one day. And um, he said this. He said, God didn't just create words for conversation. What if they were created for power? Yeah. They weren't, like, the intention was not for conversation in the beginning. It was to, to display power, to talk power. To, what, like, to speak into existence. That's how a table is a word yeah. and it was spoken into existence yeah and it's just very interesting because before Wait, i say yeah can you explain that a little bit more the table was spoken into existence like almost like you know how hope is the blueprint and faith builds it like the idea comes i just realized like this is a word came into the natural yeah and it was an idea but it was word first yeah and you, someone took the time to create that idea yeah. to create that word and I mean, a table's not any depth to it. Unless it's, like, meaningful to you. And, like, say you cut down a tree in your yard and you're like, this is my family tree for hundreds of years and you made it do a kitchen table. That could be very deep. That is very deep. Wow. I'm, like, a little Shout out to anybody who's ever done that because it's really cool, actually. It makes me really sad, though. I'm like, oh, that tree. That poor tree. That's poor tree. Yeah. No, I definitely understand. I think Mm -hmm. that's what's so amazing is our words carry so much power, you guys. Like more than we understand Mm -hmm. and more than I understand. Like, I'm over here saying it, but I I understand the fact that I don't understand. (laughs) Thank God for understanding. (laughs) Yes, but it is, like, crazy because um, that's how we came to be. 
is we we were spoken into existence. It wasn't a thought. It was a word. It was a a moment of the Lord speaking and creating. And so we create our realities through our words. For sure. You can create your world or tear it down either way. Yeah. You can create, you can build, or you can tear down. Yes, and, and we can build and, and build people up or we can tear them down as well. That's why, like, whenever you use the fact that the Word of God is called the Word of God mm-hmm. means a lot. <laughs> And if we use that out of context or we use that in a way that builds ship, like build, builds a wall mm-hmm. in between people, mm-hmm. in between you and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like I know um, I've, I've heard conversations between people where it's um, a person that you know is a Christian. Mm-hmm. And I say that with like quotations because um, not, not out of disrespect, but out of like, I don't know where they are with the Lord, mm-hmm. but they use the Bible a lot to argue their point. We were never meant to argue over the Word of God and um, have healthy conversations. Yes, healthy like your perspective is way different from mine, right? But not get to a place where it's like tearing each other down or right or like saying, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about." When like, but I can learn from you, even if yeah. say like there's someone who's been in the Word for thirty years and you've been in the Word for ten years. Yep, but. There's something they grabbed that that, that was, person in 30 years ha- hadn't seen yet until that person came along and was like, hey, I got this revelation. Like, I see it this way. And it's like, it's beautiful. That's the that beauty was, of differences in unity. And that was something that um, I experienced, like the Lord teach me um, at one of my jobs I had. I was a concierge and uh, we had this person that lived there. And um, you can tell he wasn't all like all there <laughs> mentally. and But he would always come down. He was such a sweet guy. He would mm-hmm. always talk. And he, you could tell he was very intellectual, very intellectual. Mm-hmm. And, and he, we got on a subject of God. And at that point, I was like, I just went through school. I'm about to go back into school for, for uh, ministry. So I know it all. <laughs> like, that was my perspective. Um, not, not all, like not fully, but that's where I was in that moment. And because I was like smirking and like, I know the answer for you. And the Lord was like, no, I need you to listen. And I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, Lord. And he, you know, he wasn't even a believer. Mm-hmm. But there was some, some things that he had that I was like, oh, wow. If I chose to speak instead of listen, I would miss a lot. Mm-hmm. I would miss it. Um, and... Yeah, like, and I think it is something interesting whenever we also give people space to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is power. There is power. Um, but I wanted to go back to my story before. Yes. With, um, I was talking to my mentors about being single and how I was really sad about it. And they told me that uh, the Lord would provide desires of my heart. Okay. I hate it. I hate it so much. Not because um, it's not true, but it felt, like I said, like a shield. It felt like there was no conversation had. It it felt very invalidating to my fears. Um, And I I don't give fear an opportunity to speak very loudly, but there are real things. In this world, there are things that can happen and can't happen. For me, um, what I realized is I have lots of 
family members, lots of friends who have very godly desires, mm -hmm. and they have not seen that come to pass. Mm -hmm. um, I have family who they wanted to have a baby, mm -hmm. wanted to birth their own child, mm -hmm. and that is a very godly desire. Mm -hmm. Very godly desire. Yeah. Um, it didn't happen. So how do you how do you talk to them at that point? Do you say, well, God will give you the desires of your heart? That is the desire of their heart, and they didn't get it. So I never understood that phrase being used mm -hmm. in that context because I'm like, actually, I've seen people's desires not come to pass. I need more yeah, that's understandable. than this. I need more than you just saying that God is going to provide this. Cool. He is my provider. That's true. However, if I go my whole life, I pray to God this doesn't happen, but if I don't marry mm -hmm. and I, like, live single my entire life, yeah. am I still going to praise God? Am I still going to, am I still, because of that scripture and because it's used like that, I then blame God because I'm like, this is the desire of my heart and you didn't provide it. I had to let that go. Mm -hmm. I say, God, I want my desires to be your desires. Right. If my desire to be married is greater than desire to be with you, there's a problem. I think it should start with, like, God had a very intimate conversation. He's like, let, like, let me take you on dates. Let me show you what that is. Let yeah. me show you. Let me fulfill those places. Because, like, when you get in a relationship, even in friendships, we're not meant to fulfill one another. No. That's not my place to fulfill you. No, no. But to show you, hey, I know someone who, who can satisfy. It's, like, almost like yeah. if that answer will not satisfy you. And I've been yeah. in the midst of, like, that's not satisfying me. Like, yeah. one of those quotes, we were talking about this because we're both single. Yeah. We're both believing for our, our, yeah. our godly spouse. If you are them, come and find us. Hey, hey. <laughs> we are, trust me. <laughs> we're waiting um. for you. <laughs> Hurry it up. Okay, thank you. Sex between a yeah a husband and a wife, 
What is it supposed to look like? All the people who sat down next to my mother at a convention, she is a Christian sex therapist of like 30 years. Doesn't know anybody else that does this. Yeah, we talked about some things and it's, it's got some great stuff in there. Oh, it does. It's so cool. And, but God took me to a place where it was like, I read in first Peter and I believe it was in the new living translation maybe, or the mm-hmm. message translation where it said, when you take your eyes off of Jesus, your wants and desires will start to torment you Yeah, because you're seeing in front of you. And I kept seeing everything in front of me, what I, what I truly want. And it sucked. Yeah. And I had moments where I was very like, I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, where's my mind? And yeah, I still have, even though I'm out at a place yeah. where I realize. I'm very happy to be single right now, but there are days where I'm, I'm not. Oh, wait, that's so real. I had literally two days ago, I was like, I'm, I want to, like, ask me I'm a ready. date. I'm ready. <laughs> and then I'm ready. I'm ready to be in a relationship. Gosh dang it. <laughs> we need to get that shirt, too. We just need a lot of shirts for this stuff. Yes, absolutely. If but y'all know how to make merch, do I'm it for us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what helped me understand what that phrase meant when people would yeah. say it to me was like, oh, I get it. Like, I took my eyes off of you and I was not focusing on me and your, yeah. our relationship. I was trying to focus on a relationship that's not even yeah. built yet. I think it's hard though it because, again, a lot of times when people say that, mm-hmm. and, and hear me out, I think sometimes it's because you don't have any other answer. You're right. trying to formulate something. Right. Like, you want your, your heart content is usually like for the most part the heart content is right and the, but yes. it's also trying to it's not satisfying that place to somebody yeah and and sometimes in our mind we might think it's satisfying yeah. that person but it's it could have made that person angry right. it could have made that person annoyed it could have been like oh my gosh i don't even want to ask advice again right. or something like and, that and and you know it's not our responsibility to uh fulfill those places of <clears throat> wisdom for people those places mm-hmm. of uh seeking revelation That's right. it's it's not our jobs however whenever you're not intentional about the words that you say to people um it can create a lot of barriers uh-huh. and so that's the thing is like if you're intentional then people will pick up on that if you're not intentional again people will pick up on that and um i don't i i don't like when people say things like that without one without the context two whenever it's kind of left like whenever it's just left like that yeah it's like oh honey like you just have to wait for the lord um i have been waiting i I, I am waiting um tell me more also like words like grace and faith and like things that we use Mm -hmm. like that are in the bible but they're never explained we could call it like using it loosely in a term where it's using like it there's loosely. meant more. Like, yeah, what meant more for it? And too, like the, because growing up it was like I would hear these things or I would hear things like, um, let the Lord into your heart mm-hmm. or let the Lord have your heart. And I'm like, I don't know how to give you my heart, God. <laughs> and that's a process where you have to individually, like it's my responsibility as a child of God to go to God yeah. and ask him these questions, especially right. when you come up against something where you're like, God, that didn't set right with me. That didn't, like, I always yes, have you. that all the time. I always go back to like, the Lord is there. He, ha- he truly, I mean this in my heart, he has the answer for it. He does. Some things you have to seek out to get that answer. Yes. Some things come like this, some things don't. And we're dealing, when we talk about singleness, we're dealing with a whole other human being, with a whole other spirit. Yeah. And a whole other time of operation. You know, it's a, it's a and whole And a thing. whole other choice, too. Right. That's another thing is, whenever you say yes to someone, someone can say no to you. Oh, my doesn't gosh, mean, yes. It doesn't mean that it wasn't right. It right. doesn't mean that it wasn't, um, doesn't mean it wasn't wrong either. Yep. Um, so, yeah, like, I think intentionality is the biggest thing when it comes to our words and comes to the phrases that we use. And, um, 
I honestly just like to call BS on some of it whenever people are saying it out of a place of um, just building up walls and building up uh, places of I'm holier. Like, because it does sometimes come off like that Mm -hmm. of like whenever you're talking to someone and they're like, oh, just wait on the Lord. Like I, and it's like always the people that just found it, like that, that kind of forgot what the season is like, especially like singleness is like the easiest to talk about because it's where we're at. Um, That's what I'm taught online. Yeah. That's this, it truly, and may I interrupt you real quick, it also goes to the fact of like, sometimes I'm not meant to say anything to that person or even go there. I would much rather you not say anything to me than try to uh, place the Lord like put a small god in the way of my seeking the Lord out for realsies. <laughs> That's why, like, I'm not meant to like. You know, a good example is like when Jesus went to the pool of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. He came there for that one man. Yeah. You don't hear or read that he healed everybody there, but he was there to heal that one man. I truly, this is my thought process. Is like I'm not meant to talk to everybody and have conversations. Sometimes you're not going to go deep with people, and you're not supposed to. Yeah, and you know when really to. to. I love going deep. We're us two. We're very like we like to go to the. I always say this. We don't go around the bush. We go right for the bush in the root of the bush. That's the best way to describe it. But it's sometimes that's what I believe. I genuinely say this as well. Pray about it. Yeah. Am I supposed to talk about that? Am I supposed to like? go to that place am yes. i supposed to go to that meeting am i supposed to be a part of this right like, like really like that's the thing is like it really does require you to have actual relationship with the lord like this isn't just um a topic where you can wing it like you actually have oh, to try that yeah me too and, and that's where i and that's where i have used a lot of my language my power. yeah because it's like because i the great thing is we have the bible like that's fantastic um breathing (laughs) but whenever we actually don't dig into it and we just go off of what other people say or what the you know the scriptures that we know and love right um whenever we actually haven't we don't know the true meaning behind it like oh my gosh i understand completely like that's what happens to me when someone brings up a subject and i want to try to in my mind, I almost like want to prove myself that I yeah. know it and I know nothing about it. And then right. I'm like, I lied to myself. Exactly. And I genuinely didn't tell the truth to these people. And I realized, I was like, that's, I don't have to prove that I, right. it's okay to be, to new, learn something of a new aspect. That's the beauty of learning. Yeah. We'll never stop learning. And so. like, I just want to take the pressure off of being a good Christian. Like that's something that, um, I don't think any of us like we're, we're God's children. Like he sees all of us the same because of Jesus. Yeah. Like we're we're not meant to be good or bad. Like God sees us through Jesus. Right. Therefore, stop stop trying to make yourself out to be something that you're not or make it seem like you're holier than <laughs> you are. Like if yeah. you don't read your Bible regularly, walk walk in truth with that and actually talk to someone say it like there's no shame like that's the thing is like I want to take shame out of the equation because shame is what hides us and shame is what um isolates us from truth Mm -hmm. and from everyone Mm -hmm. because I mean that's exactly what happened with Adam and Eve Mm -hmm. they had shame fall on them they like they hid could you imagine hiding from God like him walking and talking with you Mm -hmm. fully fully God Mm -hmm. 
right. You could sense that the spirit of the man was not there anymore. He's like, oh my gosh, that connection. Yeah, the connection is gone. We have an opportunity now to really, like, I went through a phase, like, I finally read the Bible through for the first time. I haven't I'm, yet. I'm I would tr- like to. I'm 23 years old, and that was the first time. And Good and for you. Yay. And it was like, and I saw I'm 25, I haven't yet. It's okay. <laughs> I'm truly seeking it though. This is where I believe when it comes to saying things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to say things for it to go down in the heart. Right. Until it truly becomes revelation to you. Like yeah. I, one of my favorite pastors, love this man. He didn't understand at the moment how much he was loved by God. But every day yeah. he'd wake up, he didn't have that revelation yet of knowing. But he was genuinely coming from a place of, I want to know this. I believe yeah. when your faith reaches out and wants to grab a hold of it. Yeah. Like, when we say that, like taking, grabbing a hold of it, he grabbed a hold of it and he would say every morning, he goes, God loves me. Yeah. Until one day that revelation hit. It hit and finished. God loves me. That's when I say, when I tell people, I generally look at people and I go, God is good. Yeah. It's because I've, I, I, that I'm hit serious. me one day where he came in that place. He said, I am good. And yeah. he showed himself to be good to me. And yeah. I believe action comes with that. There's certain things that have to follow with action. Yeah. Like when I tell Taylor, I love her. I also show it because yeah. sometimes those words you can say I love somebody, but are you showing it? Right. That's it, like it works hand in hand sometimes. It goes to me like one of my favorite um, songs last year was um, "Man of His Word." Mm-hmm. That I've heard that song. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's by Maverick City, but um, that I I had the revelation of God is a man of His Word. Oh. Like He is a man of His Word. Like not only because He does tell us promises in the Bible, but He does fulfill them. Um, but His it's it goes it even goes deeper than that because there's a reason why he does what he does that's why whenever you tell somebody god's going to fulfill the the desires of your heart well what are my desires are they aligned with his and have you like have we sat there and listened to truly what the desires of your heart was and it's different each season and there's no like that's the thing too is like we're human like it's okay for our desires to not always match with the Lord, and that's where you get to ask yourself questions and be like, "Well, why? Why don't like for me like this podcast? Um, I had to ask myself, mm-hmm. do I actually want to have a podcast because I want to share God's heart, or do I want to have a podcast to put my voice out there and be heard by other people? Yeah, it's always about the motives of your heart, and there's always a place of you asking why. But the thing is, you have to trust yourself to give your, you have to be honest in those answers. You have to be intentional with yourself and with the Lord. That was one thing is like the Lord told me, he said, you have to, you have to, you have to start being honest with yourself. It's such a beautiful thing when you are. It's like a breath of fresh air. That's real freedom in there. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not going to happen today. Just remember that it's not going to happen in a day. I I'm still learning to walk in love even to this day, and I'm going to continue to because there's different parts of it, different yeah. parts of joy, different parts of laughter, and learning. God told me, He said, Raquel, it is day by day with me. Yeah. Because I have Absolutely. people. Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, I'm here in the now. <laughs> my heart's desire is I would love to be married, I would love to have children, and my faith, I've, I believe, is out there yeah. working it and doing it, but it's it all goes with. God's timing is a whole other different subject. Yes. And we're trying to go talk about that too. Because, I know, because that could go on rabbit trails. <laughs> For sure. That's a good one too, though. But it's, it's, and that's another phrase that people like to say a lot of times where if you don't actually understand what that means and you don't trust the Lord, 
Like that's, that's the other thing is if you don't trust the Lord, like all of these phrases are not going to have any meaning. That's why it, it requires relationship. Like it really does require relationship. And that's an everyday thing too. Like I tell, I encourage people like when you wake up in the morning and you've never spoken to God in an intimate way, start with good morning, father. Yeah. And or he, Papa or daddy or Abba, however your language with, with him is. And it was so funny. Me and Taylor talk about this. He corrects me so different from her mm-hmm. because the way I get corrected, she would not be able no. to receive that. Way. <laughs> no, I would be like, you talk to me like that. <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> and then I would hide. I would be like, no. Have you seen that uh, SpongeBob? Oh, uh, where Squidward? I don't know what he says, but he's like scrunching down on the uh, on the floor. No, okay. But it also reminds me of it's not a ball. It's a <laughs> I love oh, great SpongeBob's great, but yeah, like. Yeah, that's very true, though, is we do all get corrected. We all, like, God talks to us differently because he knows our heart. He knows how we hear him and how we receive him. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, people that are going through, this is, like, an encouragement for all of you who um, have family members or friends who have fallen away from the Lord. It is not your job to convince them that God is real or God loves them. It is not your job. God knows how to talk to them. God knows how to pursue them. Sometimes for us, it requires a lot of love, like a lot of patience. And we have to let go of control because we want the best for them. Like it's not bad for us to try to go after their heart because you know God goes after their heart. However, they need to ask their questions because like this is, I'm very passionate about this Mm -hmm. is because People who don't just follow the Lord because they've lived their whole life following the Lord. Instead, they actually ask the questions. God, I've just seen it so many times where God will take the people that we don't expect to be saved. And he talks with them or gives them visions or like talks to them the exact way that they need to know. And then they believe harder and faster than a lot of people that grew up in the church believe. Mm-hmm. So if you have family members that are fallen away from the Lord, it's okay. Like God knows where they're at and they're asking the, the good questions that maybe you need to ask too. Mm-hmm. Cause we all need to ask why we believe what we believe. Mm-hmm. Like just be intentional. Like, that's, that's the biggest thing is be intentional with your words. Be intentional with your relationship. Be intentional with yourself. Like, intentionality is a huge thing. Yeah, I, I really believe. I believe that open, you know, it, it, it's good to be intentional with everything that you do. And mm-hmm. we're learning that right now as we even we speak of, oh, wow, you know, I, I caught myself the other day doing that. Yeah. Oh, I said that. I, I shouldn't yeah. have said that. And that's the thing is you can, you, there's grace. That's the beauty of God's mercy and his love. He's saying, just believe that I'm faithful to go and fix it. Yep. And there's going to be moments where you step out and it's not going to be like, especially if you're called <laughs> to do a specific thing and you say you're a pastor. Yeah. Say that. And you step out. This is your first time genuinely getting in front of a crowd. And, and you're then like, you vomit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you say something that's like, Ooh. yeah. But you were faithful enough to step out and say it. Yeah. And then you'll learn, like, be teachable, be humble. That is the key to it all is 
allow like don't like can't close our heart off to those things yeah i try i definitely when i pray i'm like i think that i'm correctable i'm teachable yeah i'm no like i'm no no like can i form words <laughs> no <laughs> no you can't you, you yeah. can't hey. um, but but yeah like yeah so at the end of the day with this topic like actually seek out what you're saying why you're saying it Ask yourself those questions. It might be really hard sometimes, um, but you'll actually get to form, like get actual true revelation where you actually carry it out in a new way. Oh yeah, oh, learning that's opportunities. So amazing, you guys! Like asking questions and getting answers back from the Lord. It's a beautiful thing. Best thing ever. So and and search your search the word too. Like, if there's a scripture that either rubs you the wrong way or you've been, you've actually lived your whole life. It could have been taught the wrong way to you. And you thought that was the way it was supposed to be. Seek it out, you guys. Like, genuinely seek it out. But. That's what the Holy Spirit's for. Yes, Holy Spirit does guide you. He's your best friend. So, go out. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to mess up. It's okay to get it wrong sometimes. Because we are. We. (laughs) Oh. Honestly, when we look back at this in two years or even a year, we might be like, oh, why'd you say it? Yeah, we missed it. But we're willing to go on there and be like, hey, we missed it. Yeah. And you, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So it's okay. No shame. Um, Go out with love. Also, I wanted to give a shout out. We are currently at our job. Like, we are recording this at our place of work, which is the coffee house in Franklin. Check it out. But we wanted to shout out our boss for letting us use this space. And we're laughing because we call him, we we decided to call him Uncle Mike because he's like our long lost uncle that we never had. It's true. He's phenomenal. So Mike, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. You uh, You're awesome. Yeah, you really are. We, we can't, um, yeah, we, we just can't thank you enough for everything. So shout out to you. Yes. And we uh, we <laughs> devote this first podcast. <laughs> yes. So, so everyone who's listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to us for over an hour uh, talking about this topic. Um, I have so many thoughts and so many ideas on it. And I could <laughs> go on for more hours and hours. Uh, but yeah, just be intentional. Um, make sure what you're saying actually has meaning that you're not just building walls or shields up when you're talking to people, but that you're actually reaching out with love and you're speaking it out with revelation and power rather than, um, emptiness. So thank you guys so much. Y'all have a great day, a great night, all the things. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.